And once again, it is the education show. Now, you might uh, be aware over the last couple of episodes that we've done uh, in the last month or so, we've been talking to uh, the gang from Microsoft just about what they're doing and, and Microsoft for education, et cetera, et cetera. Now, today, I've got a very special guest joining me, um, Elsa B. Hart. Elsa B. is the modern or is a modern classroom specialist. So welcome, Elsa B. Thank you, David, and good morning, everyone. It's so great for me to be here today. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this because, um, and, and we've discussed this and how sort of uh, Microsoft generally and Teams specifically challenged I am. So uh, every time I've chatted to one of your team and uh, the guys at Microsoft, I actually learn a little bit more. So this is more than a little selfish for me because I get to learn and chat to somebody, which is very cool. So let's start off, Elsie, right at the very beginning, um, a, a modern classroom specialist. What is a modern classroom specialist? Yeah, that's a very good question. And maybe just on your previous comment is that the great thing about Microsoft and the team that we are and the we are so flexible is that we meet our teachers where they're at. So just like you, not all teachers are always comfortable with technology. Not all teachers know what to do and how all of these tools come together and how they can use them every day. And there's so many new things that just pop up every few days. There's something new. So it is a journey and we are here with you every step of the way. Wonderful stuff. And that's great because I think uh, now after last year and the way this year is uh, looking to go as well, I think our teachers need all the help and support that they can get. One of the things that also be that, uh, at least in my mind, um, is that education due to the pandemic has really changed and it's changed quite a lot. Um, I don't think we're going to anytime soon at least be going back to um, our old normal, people talk about the new normal now, which is quite cliched. But now I think there's going to be this sort of kind of either remote learning or um, something that's come to the fore, and maybe we can also discuss that, is uh, uh, hybrid learning. So in terms of what you do, um, B, what we're going to be talking about today specifically is Teams for Education. Now, you're going to have to enlighten me there because I thought Teams was Teams was Teams. I thought you downloaded it on your computer and that was that, end of story. So talk me through Teams for Education. Sure. Thank you, David. So, yes, Modern Classroom, I think let's start with that, your first question. So a Modern Classroom specialist looks at how education has transformed. So we know that for quite some time, we've been talking about digital transformation. We've been discussing how education needs to transform, how ICT plays such an important role in teaching and learning and how we need to bring that together into the classroom. So for so such a long time, it's been a big divide where kids at home have some Kids at home have access to technology. They have access to a cell phone or a tablet or a TV or a, a game, um, whatever they use in terms of technology. And they are going at such a fast pace learning how technology works and they really enjoy it. They enjoy computer games. They enjoy all of these, these tech things. And they go back to school and it was for a long time still very much just chalk and talk where the desks are still packed in rows, the teacher's standing in the front at the the blackboard writing with chalk or a whiteboard writing with a cokey and not much has changed in the education system for, for a very long time where we've seen other industries growing more and integrating technology into their space. 
with the pandemic and with the past couple of months that the world has gone through, we've seen drastic, rapid transformation happening in the education space. And it is scary. I think for many teachers, they are anxious and they are tired and parents were overwhelmed because suddenly you had to be the teacher at home and um, things have changed so fast. But that is where this conversation comes in around a modern classroom. What does a modern classroom look like? Um, is it just plugging in the internet and giving everyone a laptop? Um, how does that really then influence the, the teaching and the learning? And we need to take a step back and think about how learning takes place. Uh, we, we can't take away any of the content, the curriculum or the facilitator and the teacher is still the most important person in the room. So all of those things have to play a role and come together. And for me, I've always said that technology is just a tool. It's like a pencil that you write within a book. Um, you can still teach, uh, you can still make a plan. And we've seen how teachers have been incredibly innovative in what resources they've had access to and how they just use those in a creative way and, and still somehow they reach their students, they reach the, the kids wherever they were um, and they continued their teaching. Okay, so it has changed. And one of those aspects um, is is Teams, which, as I said earlier on, um, intimidated the life out of me. So, so let's get into Teams for Education because it is different, isn't it? Yes, it is different. So what Teams for Education specifically does, and Teams is a little bit different. You, you said that you thought it was all just the same and it's an application that you download and it looks the same for everyone. In actual fact, it doesn't. In the back end, there's different kinds of licenses that, that is attached to the Teams application. If you have an enterprise license, and um, like me, I work in a corporate space, um, I have an enterprise license. I don't even know which one I have because my company just gives me my email address and I log in and I go. Um, that is the Teams environment that is built for enterprise, that's built for corporate, that is specifically designed for having virtual meetings, having online meetings, connecting with each other, um, talking to each other, or then using cameras. I think that's also something that we've seen come in quite strongly over the past couple of months is how we still um, use our cameras to be a bit more personal and, and not have this impersonal and this disconnect. Although we know about all this fatigue and all of these things that come with that. So there's a lot of new rules, I think, that came with that. Now, Teams for Education, again, is attached to a different kind of license. It's an academic license. And if you sign in with a username or a login details that looks just like an email address, it would be um, at myschool.co.za. And I log in with that account, then Teams then opens up and I have a few new buttons and features and functionality that's built into the application. So if I was assigned a teacher license, then I would be able to do certain things. I would be able to create groups or I would be able to create a classroom environment, which is very similar to the four walls. It would be a space where I can bring all my kids in. I can share content with them. I can share links with them. Um, we can go quite deep in some of the other features in terms of assessment and assignments and all of those things. And if I was a student and I got my login credentials, which would also just be probably my name at my school, um, I would sign into Teams and I would see something slightly different. I would be already seeing maybe some of the classes that that I go to, like imagine you have math and science and biology and those would be there. 
and I would click on that and it would be my teacher in there and maybe all the other kids that go with me to school that would be in this virtual classroom environment. Okay, so um, it, it, it has changed a whole lot. Now, for somebody that, that uh, is, is doing this, most schools at the moment um, have, and we've discussed how to get uh, Microsoft 365 for schools. So, so most schools have them. So if I understand you correctly, so I'm now um, looking at it from a teacher's perspective, I'll have literally my own little virtual classroom where um, I can sort of see my students and talk to my students. What, what are some of the features of Teams for Education that, that make it such a great product? Sure, I'll go into some of the details. So some of the, the unique features that's built into Teams, I think some of them we've just touched on, the ability to have an online virtual session. Uh, it's also now referred to as synchronized and asynchronized learning. So when you have a live class, like I am teaching um, in real time, so I'm switching on my, my computer, we have a set time and date, we have our calendar all set up. Um, I know I need to join at this time. They know they need to join at that time. And then we all in that environment in real time or live. Um, that's our synchronous learning. And we then I can share something um, like my presentation. So I can share my screen where maybe I'm teaching with PowerPoint and I'm just sharing my slides. What I can also now do, and that really depends on the device or the laptop or the tablet that the teacher is using, is if it has a touch screen, then I can open up inside of this Teams meeting a whiteboard and I can write on the board or on the screen then um, as I would uh, in the classroom and I can teach that way. It can be a little bit more interactive. So because it's technology and we all linked into this one environment, I can ask the, the students also to take control of the whiteboard and maybe add some of the, the comments that they want to, or we can do a group collaboration. We can work together in that way. And that's all happening in live in real time. Now, what's great about this as well is that we have to think about the, the students that can attend in that's there, um, active, and they actually showed up and they were in the meeting. And we also have to think about those that didn't join. So we have the ability to record the meeting uh, for two reasons. For one, for the students that's maybe missed the lesson for whatever reason. And the second would be for them to go back to the lesson and do a revision, go over the, the concept of the class maybe again, or maybe I explained a math concept and you just want to go over it again. So you can now in effect record your teacher and go back um, to that specific lesson and see it again. So that's one example. Um, a second example I want to mention is the, the, the asynchronous learning where maybe we're not all at the meeting or, or at the computer or the tablet or the phone at exactly the same time. So that is happening um, quite a lot where we, we, we have a timetable, but there's always continuous learning taking place. It's called always um, in uh, learning anytime, anywhere. And we've seen that learning takes place no matter what time um, and where you are. So if you have that kind of setup, then you can share content, um, you can share lessons, you can share links, you can build out your personalized classroom environment. And Teams gives you that flexibility. So as a teacher, because I teach math and you teach biology, the math classroom and the biology classroom doesn't look 
the same. So what I can do is in my spaces, I can go and add additional tabs, I can add additional applications, things that talk to my subject. You, on the other hand, can also maybe attach a website that you want the children to access. Often you can attach some education resources, things that you know that you want them to, to go over and explore. Uh, there's a lot of interactive and flexible uh, things that you can change in your environment. Um, so that's another good example. And then certainly I think the most important thing, and this is something that we don't talk about enough, is the fact that it's a safe and secure environment. Uh, what we've seen over the couple of months that we've been in a remote or hybrid teaching environment was that if you are not controlling your environment, there's so many external factors that can affect your teaching and your learning and we as much as possible want to keep the teacher in control so you want to make sure that you set your meeting options you, you set your meeting policies or permissions so that you control um, maybe something as simple as the mute button so imagine having a classroom of 30 grade ones all loud and ch chatting and chirping at the same time and you trying to to teach and tell them something um, just that ability to click on mute all and everybody's quiet and they have to just listen to your voice. Uh, there's another function that's now one of the updated features. There's a big Teams update that came through the last two days. In the 25th of May, we had another update um, where the teachers also now able to spotlight um, the, the screen so that you can't have other videos coming over the teacher. You just have this big uh, focus point, which is either the teachers, then the video, or even whatever's being shared on the screen. And that can be then pinned to be the majority or the, the most part of the screen. And we're excited to also announce, and if you haven't seen this, this is maybe new, is that you can also now disable cameras or the video. So if you don't want your, your students to have their video open, uh, you can go and just disable the camera and then they won't be able to switch their video back on. Uh, we speaking about kids now, but I think it's the same for, for us as, as adults. When we do have our parent-teacher meetings, when we do have things like um, webinars or all of these different meetings that we sometimes attend, there's always that odd camera that you wish you could just switch off. So that button is now available where you can go and <laughs> just disable that camera and make sure that uh, you have that full control and that the environment is actually safe and secure. Something uh, to think about as well is uh, if you teach older kids, uh, you also want to make sure that you help them to understand that any social online or any social platform is really um, a way to understand how the internet works or how the World Wide Web works, where if you post something or if you say something, it's there, it's there forever. And one of the best practices that I always tell teachers when we just start with teams, and it's a very simple thing, is go into the member settings and uh, go to the setting where it says, um, don't allow to delete or edit a chat. And you only um, have to do that once because what happens then is as soon as the students like chat in the, the chat box, maybe on the side or um, on a different chat, if they type something or they post something um, and they realize maybe it was a mistake or maybe they're just making fun of everyone, they can't go and delete that and they can't go and edit that. And that's a life skills lesson right there. 
Yeah, you see now, this, this, this leads into, there was numerous questions because I've gotten a couple of questions from people that they, they wanted me to put through to you. And, and you've just touched on one there is that, you know, um, you, you, you generally get uh, the class clown who decides that, uh, you know, seeing as though I can do this, I can flash something up there quickly, a message and quickly delete it. You've just said that you guys have sorted that out. The other thing uh, that uh, I have been asked is in terms of setting tests and exams online, uh, is this something that Teams handles as well? Yes, definitely. So let me maybe just discern between tests and exams. Um, it, it gets quite technical. And as a as if you speak to teachers, they quite uh, like the specifics. So let's go to some of the specifics. So um, when we talk about assessments, we get different kinds of assessments. We get our formal and our summative assessments. Now, we do have applications that's part of the Office 365 suite or the stack of applications that you get as, as part of the whole environment. So it's important to understand that Teams is not the only thing that you get as a teacher. Teams is just one of the applications inside of this whole big Office 365 cloud. So as part of that, one of the applications we see teachers using a lot is called Microsoft Forms. Now, many might be familiar with some of the other forms that's online and available, but we have Microsoft Forms that's already integrated and embedded in many of the applications. And Teams is um, many different ways that you can actually use forms. Now, you can use forms just as a response or a feedback form. Let's say you want to send out a link to a form to your parents to say, um, let me not say sport, but you're going to uh, have a function at school. You're going to have to, the kids are going to have to bring something for care calls and uh, will you be attending or will you be taking part? You know, when we were kids, um, and I think it's still there for many schools, is you would have to get a paper sent home, a, a page or a letter with a little tear-off strip at the bottom and you would tear that off and send that back to school and leave the others on the, the bigger picture on the on the fridge to remember. Um, now you don't need to do that. You can use forms just to get that response back um, as a yes or a no or a, um, maybe the consent form back from the parents as well. Now you can use forms for that. You can also use forms for a quiz. So let's say that we know that we have multiple choice or yes, no, or we can define the answers um, before. We can actually set up something that's called a self-marking quiz. Now, this is great for teachers because if you can do that and you can set these little revision tests, I don't know if you had to do it in math, but like every day you have to do a couple of the sums that you learned this last day or the week, and you can set those up. Um, when they complete that form, it actually marks it as they do it and the results get fed back into your gradebook or into your your spreadsheet and you have those results without having to mark anything. And that's a big, big time, sa time saver and game changer because there's no more running to the photocopier, um, making the copies, handing them out, getting them back, feeding that into whatever computer um, or Excel or spreadsheet or Word document, or maybe even writing them in your gradebook. Uh, it all happens off automatically in the background. And then the last thing, and I, I can keep teaching for a while, uh, the last thing I wanted to say about that is if we look at formal assessments and we start looking at things like uh, the tests and the exams, then yes, you can use some of the Microsoft applications that we've built specifically for things like assignments or that's for marks. 
But we also have the ability, and this is what makes Teams so amazing for me, is to bring in third-party applications into the Teams environment. So if you can imagine, if you open a browser or you open a, a web screen, every time you want to go to another application or every time you want to go to another website or you want to go to a YouTube video, whatever you go to, it pops out into a separate tab. And you end up having like 20 tabs <laughs> open at the top and maybe three, four applications open at the bottom on your taskbar. What happens with Teams is it pulls that all into this one application. So you have this one environment and you never leave the frame. Everything happens inside of Teams and you can do all of that. Now we've got partners, um, too many to mention, but that actually specializes, that's their business, in online assessment and online exams. And they take the exam, they lock your screen, you can't go out of the environment, you can't go like cheat, um, you have to just stay there. Um, and it, it gets more advanced um, than that, but not to go into too much detail, we now have what we call AI proctoring, where if the device has a, com has a camera, you can actually take an exam from home. So um, I had to take an exam the other day where I wrote one of my uh, Microsoft fundamental exams, and I couldn't go into the testing venue in uh, where I used to go to write my exams and sit down for my exam, I took it from home at my desk. So I had um, a proctoring agent on the other side somewhere else in the world, and they were watching me through my camera. They were listening through the mic, and I had to focus just on the screen that I was looking at and completing my exam. So it, um, it's a smart way to facilitate remote um, examinations. Wow, that sounds that sounds fantastic. Um, there's a couple more questions, and then I want to move on um, to some more of the, the the sort of updates and the wonderful things that are coming uh, to Teams. But uh, also a question to me is: um, some of the teachers have asked, "Okay, now I'm at my school and I have my email address, and I can now log on." Can I store all my lesson plans and all of my sort of little bits and pieces that I do? Can that all get stored there and will it stay there? Um, so a couple of people have gone, yeah, but if I want to now move all of the stuff online, uh, I'm used to having a nice big file with all of my lesson plans in and then I can update it and change it. Does, does Teams and, and Office 365 take care of that for you? Yes, definitely. So what um, Teams does is it has a OneDrive space built into it. So it's, um, I think I'm just not sure the exact number, it's very high. So every teacher gets one terabyte and up to five terabytes. Now, that's a lot. <laughs> one terabyte is a thousand gigs. And we haven't seen a teacher fill up 5,000 gigs of, of storage yet on, on their own accounts. And we even um, have the offer to make it more if they can prove that all the things they've uploaded was educational content. Um, so there's, there's unlimited space basically for teachers to upload any um, of their content that they want to save. Now there's more than one environment. You have your personal environment where only you have access. So obviously as a teacher, there's a lot of things that you, um, you have that you don't want eyes on. Um, that goes into your own uh, personal, your own um, teacher OneDrive or your own teacher space. And then you have the open or the collaboration space where that is where you actually share content that you want them to access, things like worksheets or um, the textbook. We have e-books e and 
everything's online now um, and those things are the things that you want them to be able to access. So that's very possible. And the great thing about Microsoft Office 365 and Teams is that a lot of that content, uh, depending on how the license that your school has, is available to you offline as well. So let's say you have internet access at school and you've got all of your content and your files and your worksheets and your uh, PowerPoint presentations and everything else in inside of this um, virtual environment. The moment you go home or you go to somewhere else and you don't have internet connection and the same applies for the students, then you don't have access anymore. So with Office 365, if you have... Um, the license that gives you the online and the offline capability. You are able to go home and without internet, access Word, access PowerPoint, access Teams, and still have access to all of your um, documents on your device. If you make changes to any of those, so let's say I work in OneNote, which is a brilliant application that we use in teaching. It's probably the best one of the whole stack and you have shared the content with the students and they go home and they do their home out of OneNote, the moment they walk back into any area that has connectivity, it automatically syncs um, back to the cloud and back to, to be there live in real time. Um, so that's definitely something to mention. Okay, that's wonderful. Now, another question, which I think you may have answered as well. So teachers are then able to give out homework. Uh, and can they do a similar thing then with, with a, a project? If you now have a project for your learners, um, you, you can let them go off and do whatever they need to, and then they can submit uh, the project online? That's correct, yes. So Teams have a built-in feature that's called assignments. And through that assignments feature, you can create multiple different um, file types. So let's say you wanted them to do the assignment in PowerPoint, or you want them to do it in Word, or you want them to do it in Sway, which is another great application that's part of Office 365, or you want them to complete a form with a setup quiz. Um, you can do all of that and uh, send it through Teams assignments. It will then reach all the students um, in real time. So directly when you send it or when you set it to be sent, you can uh, forward date it. So if you worked on something over the weekend, but you only want them to get the assignment or the project on Wednesday, then you can forward date it. Um, they can then access that even on a cell phone. So the Teams application on the phone will have the um, assignment button at the bottom. And if they click on that, they can have a view of all of the different assignments because maybe they have assignments from math, science, bio, biology, English, um, and they will be nicely grouped for them together with uh, due dates um, on all of them. And they click, they do them, they submit. So it becomes really, really simple. Okay. Now, also, can can you then, as the as the teacher, this was another question forwarded to me. Can you then, as a teacher, see when your students are in fact working on their projects, um, or if they were like I used to be in school and waited until the very, very, very last moment, and then try to sort of put something together with with hours left to spare? Uh, as a teacher, can I now check and then be able to get hold of? Uh, little Johnny, for example, and say, hey, you haven't started yet. Uh, you're running out of time. Yes, absolutely. So I think that that is a reality and different reasons. Uh, I think we we don't always do the work on time. I think many of us, uh, me included, work last minute. Uh, so if you submit your assignment uh, before the due date, you actually 
get a little reward, like a little sticker uh, graphic that jumps out of the screen like a dragon or something. And we've seen some of the primary school kids enjoying that where they actually submit their assignments early because they want to get that positive feedback. But the teacher can also set um, the hand in date past the due date. So if you know that um, you've set it to be in by Friday, but you want the, to give them a bit more extra time, you can allow for um, that to be sent in. But also because you have full control of the whole environment and as a teacher, you can see what your students are doing all the time. They can't see each other's work. So it, it's been set up that way with policies and permissions where a teacher can see every single child's book or assignment um, as it's open. And they can then also follow along in real time. So it's, it's actually amazing. If I'm connected and you're connected and I write something on my screen right now, um, you'll be able to see what the kids are writing and, and what they are doing in that time. Um, as part of the assignments feature as well, you can hand in... Uh, to the teacher anytime they allow. But if it's past the deadline and they haven't allowed, then you'll just get a red cross <laughs> to say that you've handed in late. Um, in the back end, there's a system that uh, is one of the, the exciting features and updates we have now, which focuses a lot on data and analytics and the education insights. So it's got a whole dashboard where the teacher can now actually see um, the engagement. So which students joined the meetings? Um, how long were they on the meeting? Maybe they joined and they stayed for five minutes and they dropped off, or maybe they just didn't join at all. They've got that insights. They also have insights in terms of have they submitted their assignments on time? Um, have they done any of the, the other forms or the quizzes or anything that you've sent out to them? Uh, there's also a, a view into really if they are engaged or not. So you'll quickly see like if you post something in Teams and there's a lot of interaction going, you might miss that one or two children that just just um, not responding to anything. And it will also flag and tell you that um, you've had no interaction or no engagement for, from this or that student. And you can then go and um, have a separate conversation and on a chat, reach out, is everything okay? Are you missing something? Can I help you with something? Um, and this is great as well. So the, the students have the ability to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with the teacher, almost like a private message. So I can send my teacher, uh, we say we ping them on Teams or I send them a quick message to say, um, sorry, ma'am, um, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me with that? And no one else in the class knows. It's just between me and the teacher. We can even have a quick video call or a, just a Teams call if I need that support. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it was like you read my mind because that was going to be the next question. So uh, you've answered that already. You, you, we've talked about some of the, the updates that uh, have just come out, Elsabi. Um, I don't know if there's any that you haven't mentioned yet, but how does that work in terms of, of teachers if they're working daily with uh, Office 365 and Teams specifically and they have certain challenges or there's something they'd like to be added? Is there a way to do that? Yes, absolutely. So Microsoft has always been very open to the feedback from our customers. And specifically these last few months, uh, teachers have really told us the kind of things they want to be able to do with technology. Um, and there's some really exciting things that that have come in as feature updates um, 
and we call it the Microsoft User Voice. So you can just look for User Voice and, and see if you can find the application Teams Education and then add some features and maybe go through. There might already be some people voting for a feature that you also want and it gets up um, on a voting system. So the highest votes uh, gets put into the products the quickest. So that's one way. Um, the other way, of course, is to to keep following all of the Microsoft education platforms. So if you also want to upskill and understand more about all of these things that I've just said, and a lot of it might be new, you can do some self-learning. So it's all free and it's all online. So you can go to YouTube. Um, we have a YouTube channel called YouTube. Uh, it's just youtube.com forward slash Microsoft EDU. So you could just look for that. And on there, there's very short one minute, 90 second videos taking you through some of these applications. There's also some longer trainings on there. And that's probably the easiest way. Second thing you can do, depend on which social media platform you use, if you want to reach out on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, all of those have Microsoft EDU pages or channels. Um, and then the ultimate space where we encourage teacher professional development that's also free and online is on the Microsoft Educator Center, a whole in platform where you can meet teachers from around the world and where you can also go and learn more about how technology really can support your teaching and learning. And it goes into more than just Microsoft technologies. There's a lot of learning in terms of 21st century learning design, um, how the, the whole teaching environment is really changing and how we're looking at things like remote, um, like hybrid, um, and all of these new things that we're facing. Wonderful. Now, before I let you go, because we are running out of time, uh, big question. Is there anything else that's exciting that's in the pipeline that you can maybe give us a clue or a hint about? Yes, absolutely. I'd love that. So um, one of the things that's always made me really excited was um, special needs and looking at accessibility and inclusion. So um, working with, with many kids that, that had reading uh, challenges, that had learning challenges, that had things like dyslexia, dysgraphia, and all of the others, it's so great to see that there's attention being focused on how we support everyone um, and how none of those students are left behind. So it's um, a great equalizer using technology to support um, anybody, no matter your disability, is, is really something that's exciting. So we have technology now that's being rapidly developed, things like OCR, um, that's optical character recognition, where you can literally use a phone and you can scan text on a document and it reads it aloud, or you can put that into um, another, maybe in a Word document, um, there's things like that. There's math applications. It's called Microsoft Math. It's now built into Teams as well, where it helps you to solve a whole math equation. So if you don't have a teacher um, or you don't understand a certain math rule, concept or formula, you can ask the machine or the artificial intelligence machine learning to help you through it. So you just put in the formula and it solves it and it shows you um, how that is all done. And the third one is what I'm most excited about, and this is new, and it's not um, in all of the environments yet, so it might not be something everyone knows, is called the, um, the reading progress. And this is where students will have the ability to read into the camera or into the microphone on a phone, a tablet, a laptop, anything, and it will um, record their progress. So it will 
show which words they're struggling to pronounce, um, how fluent they're reading. Um, basically, a full reading assessment that's done and for the teachers then to, to take that analytics and then to work with the student on encouraging them and in, in improving their reading. And it's also something that can be um, direct feedback for the student themselves. So they also get the results. And we've tested this now, we've piloted this, it's gone really well, and it's now mainstream open for everyone. Um, and it's going to be wonderful to see how this is really encouraging our kids to read, because that's a big challenge we have, not only here, I think worldwide, but kids don't read enough, and they're not confident readers either. Well, I think that is brilliant. That is definitely the most exciting news because I know I love reading and, and the love for reading was instilled in me from a, a very early age by my teachers. Um, and I know that it's something people don't do a lot of these days. So I think that is absolutely fantastic. We're out of time, Elsabi, but thank you. Thank you for taking the time out today and uh, having a chat to us. Uh, it's been very, very informative. Um, as you said, if people want to find out more, um, about uh, Office 365 Teams, they can go to the website, the, the, the microsoft.edu, and then they'll be able to find out uh, all sorts of other bits and pieces there as well. Yes, so let me maybe just um, give the, the website just before we oh, go. Um, so the Microsoft Educator Center is the first place to go, and that would be education.microsoft.com. So it's really simple, just education.microsoft.com. And if you wanted to go to YouTube or Facebook or any of the other platforms and social media, you would just look for Microsoft EDU. That's the shortened, um, basically, wording or URL that you'll use. Fantastic stuff. Elsa B. Hart is a modern classroom specialist, and she's been chatting to us about uh, teams in education and all the latest bits and pieces, which is so exciting. Elsa B., thank you so much. And uh, once again, thank you for taking the time out. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, David. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Cheers. Have a great day. Take there we care. go. Wraps it up for this edition of the Education Show. To each and every one of you, look after yourselves, take care, and thank you for listening.